Hi you guys, how are you? So today we're going to look at a story that I absolutely love, but that also challenges me so, so much. It is the story of Abraham being tested. So to just give you some context, Abraham was very close to God. Abraham would hear the voice of God. Abraham um, would actually obey everything that God would tell him. And, you know, God told him to move to a different place that God will show him. And this man of God just moved. And he was just this guy who was full, full, full of faith. But honestly, to me, this story just blows my mind, right? So basically, they had been waiting for such a long time, him and his wife, to have a baby. And then they finally had a baby. Abraham um, was very old. He was a hundred and some years old. His wife was nine years old. And they had this baby, this little miracle baby. Finally, after praying and praying and praying for such a long time. You see when you read the stories that Abraham would tell God, like, God, what is it? What does it do for you to bless me without giving me like an inheritance, like a son or a baby who will be able to um, actually inherit all these things right so he kept on bugging god telling him he really wanted a baby and then he finally had isaac isaac is their son and a few years later it says that some time later god tested abraham he said to him abraham here i am he replied then god said take your son your only son whom you love isaac and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I'll show you. And then it says, early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. This is crazy to me. So this guy, he hears about, he hears from God that he should go and sacrifice and kill his only son, his one and only son. Actually, the Bible emphasizes on this, his one only son, right? But for me, it doesn't matter if you have 10 kids, <laughs> I would not be willing to volunteer to go and sacrifice one of my child, right? Because that is unreal, that is insane. If I would think that I'm hearing the, 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 the voice of God telling me to go and sacrifice my baby, I would like be sure that it is actually the devil and not God, right? And in this passage, you just see how um, God-fearing Abraham is because he actually went. So let's just jump a little bit uh, later to verse 12. It says, um, I'm sorry, to verse 9. It says, when they reached the place, God had told him, um, Abraham built an altar and there he arranged the wood on it. So Abraham is just basically getting ready to sacrifice his son. And then it says, then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. And then it says, that this place was called the Lord will provide. Abraham decided to call this place the Lord will provide. And to this day, it is said on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. 
And then it says in verse 15, the angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendant as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Amen. So you guys, today I want to talk about the things that we withhold from God. We withhold our relationships from God. We decide to keep it apart. We decide that these are the things that God is not going to touch, right? You decide that your child is is, is something that God is not going to touch. You decide that God is not going to touch your money, right? It is your money. You are not going to tithe. It is yours. And it is an area that you don't want God to touch. You want to invite God in certain areas of your life, but not all areas of your life, right? And this story just always encourages me to not withhold anything from God. There is a blessing in letting God in all areas of your life. There is a blessing that is awaiting when you let God and trust him with your kids. When you actually invite God to bless your finances and you tell God like, you know what, God, I am not making money my idol. I am choosing to trust you. You know what, God, I am not making this relationship an idol. I am choosing to trust you. You know what, God? when you will give me a baby, I will choose to trust you. And this is the perfect example that Abraham is showing us, you guys. It is difficult, but Abraham was willing to even go to the extreme, right? I am not saying that God will ask you to like sacrifice your child right now, right? But God is can ask you to trust him with every single thing that you actually own and that you have because it is all his at the end of the day. It all belongs to him. Every single thing, every breath that we have belongs to him. So you guys, I want to invite you to actually ask God to come in all areas of your life. I remember in my life years ago being in a relationship and God telling me clearly to leave that relationship. And I remember telling the woman that I was praying for that that was an area that that's an area that I don't want God to touch. But you guys, I actually let him touch that area and I broke up with the guy and it was heartbreaking at first. However, today I am so, so grateful that I obeyed God because guys, God sees way further than we do. In this uh, passage, it tells Abraham that surely because you have obeyed me, I will bless you and make your descendant as numerous as the stars in the sky. You guys, we don't live only for ourselves. That is something that we have to know, right? You do not live only for you. You are living for the generations that will come out of you. Today, I have a daughter and I am living for the generation. I want to leave an impact on this earth. I want to leave an example for her, for my great grandchildren, for all the generations that will come out of me, that they will say that their mother, their grandmother was a warrior, that she was a woman of God, right? Because we do not live only for the present. We always have to have our eyes on the future, on what is beyond, okay? Not only like the things that are going to fulfill us now. And by trusting God and by believing his word and being obedient to him, we are trusting him with the things that we cannot even see yet. That is the beauty of it. The beauty is that God sees further than we do. So when God tells you, wait, you 
wait. You do not argue with him. You do not go on your side and just do what you want because you are trusting that he knows better than you. Amen. And Abraham understood that because he had walked years and years with God and he knew that he could trust him even with his one and only son. Amen. So you guys, let's just believe that God is faithful. Let's believe that he wants to do miracles in our lives in the name of Jesus. Let's believe and trust him in all areas of our lives. If it is with our money, if it is with our families, if it is, um, with our jobs in the name of Jesus heavenly father we decide to trust you God we invite you in all areas of our lives God and we declare heavenly father that you are king of kings over every single area of our lives God in the name of Jesus God I pray for anyone God who would doubt who would be God confused right now God I pray in the name of Jesus that you will bring clearance in their mind that it will be clear God and that they would know heavenly father that you have spoken to them and that you will give them the strength to obey in the name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. Hi, you guys. How are you? So have you ever had one of those days where you just feel really, really low and you don't feel like praying? You don't feel like anything is actually going well and you just feel really, really, really discouraged? And I had one of those days recently, and as I was having one of those days, I um, reached out to a few friends of mine and asked them to pray for me. And um, I pushed myself and went to visit some friends. And as we were just chatting and, you know, eating good food and everything, we decided to just start praising God and worshiping together. And then we started praying for one another. And by the time we left, I felt so relieved, so good. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say, that is the secret to your breakthrough. The secret to your breakthrough is to praise God and to worship and to pray, even when you don't feel like it. You know, when there is an emergency and you actually have to like, exit a building or you have to be somewhere safe you need to know where the exit is right you need to know how to get outside you need to know how to get yourself out of that place right and i feel like the word of god tells us that through worship and through prayer we get our exit that's where we can exit the situation that we're in that's where we can exit and have our breakthrough that's where we can go that's the route that we have to take in order for us to get our breakthrough and to see god work in our situation i know that we always don't feel like it i'm i'm giving you my own testimony telling you how that day i really was not feeling like praising and worshiping God and honestly that's why I even reached out to those close close friends of mine to just ask them to pray on my behalf because I felt like I could not even do it myself so just like Silas and Paul in Acts chapter 16 it talks about this story where actually wasn't even their fault they were just doing a good deed they were praying for someone and then these people like unjustly put them in jail and some of you might
be in a situation where it's so unfair, where the things that are happening to you are unfair. You did not cause them. You did not look for that trouble. You know, maybe it's someone else who messed up and you're paying the consequences of it. But what Silas and Paul did is a testimony to all of us, right? It's that exit that we have to take. It's that path that we have to walk because it says that after being beaten down, after being unjustly put in jail, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. I love this. I love that they were praying and that they were singing hymns to God. You know, praying is just spending time in the presence of God. It's to speak to God. It's to tell him what's on your heart, but it's also worshiping him for who he is. Because no matter what the situation you're in, Jesus is alive. No matter what is happening in your life, God loves you. No matter what is happening in your life, you have a savior who is crazy, crazy about you. You have eternity, you know, and that, that is worth worshiping Jesus for you know that only is enough you have you have life right now you are able to breathe on your own when there is other people who are in the hospital so we can always find things that are wrong but we can also open our eyes and look around and realize that we are actually really 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 blessed for the things that we have amen and um I feel like Silas and Paul also understood something else. They understood that they must, they must, um, that God is their shield, that he is their protector and they must have understood that we need to run towards that shield, towards that protector. No matter what you're going through, you have a protector. You have a place where you can go and hide. You have a place where you can run to that place because you are in, in trouble. Amen. So when you're attacked, when you have issues, you need to know where to go. You need to know where to hide. You need to know where to find strength. You need to know that there is someone who can fight for you. There is someone who can protect you exceedingly above and beyond what you can think or imagine. Amen. Psalm 59 verse 16 to 17 says, but I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning for you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. All my strength, I will sing praises to you for you, O God, are my fortress. The God who shows the, who shows to me steadfast love. Amen. He is your fortress. He is your refuge. So if you are like me and you are having a bad day or you're having a difficult situation or you're having like uh, actually like an extended time where you're just you don't know what to do you don't know where to run you have a fortress you have uh, a refuge you have a place where you can go and find peace the bible says that god gives us a peace that is not uh, like a peace we can find here on earth. He gives us a peace that will surpass whatever you're going through. Amen. So 
I just also want to remind you that the Bible says in Ephesians 6, 12, that we do not fight against uh, flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And the best way that we can fight these things that we cannot see, but that we can feel is through prayer and through worship. Amen. So I just want to encourage you to surround yourself. It's so important, you guys. You need to surround yourself with people who will pray for you, with people who will lift you up, with people who will hold you accountable, with people who actually know how to worship Jesus and how to pray. Amen. So find yourself a good church. Find yourself amazing leaders, amazing friends who will lift you up in prayer because the truth truth is that if today you are in a high place well tomorrow like you will you know go through troubles i'm not prophesying bad things against you but i'm just saying that's the way life is you know you have ups and you have downs so surround yourself with people who pray pray for yourself worship through difficult moments just like silas did it and paul and you know what happened the doors of those uh, prison cells were wide open god did a miracle and i believe that today god is still in the business of doing miracles and he wants to do a miracle in your life. Amen. So Father God, we praise you. We thank you, God, for you are our refuge. You are our shield, God. You are our protector, Jesus. So we thank you, Jesus, that we can run to you. We thank you, Jesus, that when we're in trouble, that when we have issues, God, we, we, we do not get lost, God, in this world and run towards alcohol or run towards men or run towards uh, drugs, God, or run towards porn or run towards so many other distractions, God, that this world offers God but we run to you Jesus we run to you and we choose to run to you in the name of Jesus and we choose Heavenly Father to lift up our names to lift up your name Heavenly Father to declare that you are Lord of Lords and King of Kings no matter what our situation is we thank you Jesus for the miracle for the breakthrough that is on its way God in the name of Jesus Father God we thank you and we praise you in your name we pray Amen. Amen. God bless you.